cool? You can hear me? Mm-hmm. I can hear myself, all right? Yeah. yeah, we'll just do a little sound check for like two minutes, make sure everything's going good. Go ahead and say your name and your favorite order at In-N-Out. Chris Ribbit and favorite order, double-double animal style, no spread, substitute mustard, no pickles. What to drink? Mm. If I'm not getting a water, I'll probably get like a, a lemon up. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Riley. Riley just said that that's what she orders too. A yeah. lemon up. Yeah. Uh huh. So what is that? Lemonade and Seven Up. Yeah. Oh, that sounds yummy. I gotta <laughs> try. I haven't tried that. I gotta try it. No. Yeah. It's a good mix. Yeah. It's a good mix. Yeah. That's nice. Go ahead and bend that microphone down just a little bit. Like you, it's adjustable. You can just kind of bend it down. Yeah, like towards, kind of towards your mouth. There we go. All right, welcome back to another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. I'm your host, Venture O'Neill. And I'm your host, Hannah. And we got a good guest on for you guys today. Go ahead and introduce yourself, brother. Give us your name and your... Where are you from? Uh, yeah, name Chris Ribbit, and then from SoCal, born and raised, repping the LBC, 562, you already know. Yeah. Like uh, but yeah, now residing in sunny San Diego, so... Yeah. How do you like it? Amazing. Yeah. I call it another day in paradise every day. Nice. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like want to move back to Long Beach? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to live here forever. No. I mean, I, but I try to just see every day as another day in paradise for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I wouldn't mind even moving to someplace random, just seeing a little bit of everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, like in the country or out of the country? Uh, both, honestly. I, after this lease, ideally, I would love to, you know, have everything be exactly how I want it to be, you know, God willing, and be able to move out of country, do what I want to do, go someplace yeah. else, and then kind of just live like that, you know? Yeah, it's definitely important to get out there and travel. I uh, know. We can just start with traveling. I like talking about that. Yeah. So it's cool. Uh, you know, I was such a like American guy, America, America. I traveled around a lot and then got with her because she's from Sweden mm, and just nice. really broadened my horizon to like the entire world. Mm. So definitely like we try to every extra dime we spend can definitely like we just booked tickets back to Europe mm-hmm. what, yesterday. Right? Yeah. So traveling is vital. Man. Yeah. Like even I go back to Sweden twice a year mm-hmm. um but even just traveling like we went to costa rica two years ago and just like traveling around other places i think it's really i love traveling that's yeah. like yeah. if i'm gonna spend a lot of money on something it's for sure gonna be traveling yeah. for sure no i hear that where would you go right now if you could travel anywhere in the world what would be the destination mm. it'd probably be london honestly oh. I, have a, I have a really big affixation with london mm-hmm. and like i'm a huge footy fan yeah. a soccer fan right. for those and uh being able to go out there and like watch, the, be a part of the soccer culture, kind of fill a day across the pond, you know, I feel like that'd be a, a good vibe and yeah. definitely check something off the bucket list. You That's know, fun. what about you? I would go Australia. I think Australia is like every day I think about Australia. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, like oh. I, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to go to Australia. We're putting that at the top of the list then. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you think about Australia all the mm-hmm. time. I love Australian football. Like, so Rugby. my goal, no, no, no. Australian football, uh-huh. AFL. So you have rugby. Australian football is like a newer sport. It's a combination between soccer, like basketball and football, dude. It's they oh, played wow. in like it's an oval. It's so weird. It's wild. It's men. Like uh-huh. every dude, like I'm small to uh-huh. play in that. Like everybody's probably about 6'3", maybe 230. And they, they're football they're players. They run around. So they have the stamina of soccer guys, uh-huh. the toughness of football guys. And like they just strategize. Yeah. And it's dope. But that's what I would play. I got to see that. I don't. 
think I've even ever heard of that. Yeah, it's so weird. They jump on each other. Like oh, really? They have no no padding. It's wild. The goalposts so are like weird. field goalposts, like mm-hmm. here. But yeah, you know what? A small goal I have of this episode, man, is I want to understand soccer culture more mm-hmm. because just growing up, I was always on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like mm-hmm. you'd have the soccer guys over there, right? And then I'd be on like the wrestling team or mm-hmm. like the football team where I'd just be like, man, you guys aren't getting down in the trenches like I yeah. am, right? And then like it just, there's always kind of that divide like you guys are soft you guys are soft you're dumb or whatever so yeah. like definitely yeah. if you unpack that for us that'd be nice Let i me- always grew up with soccer i mean not i don't i didn't play soccer and my my family is more into like hockey and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i mean sweden europe like we're super into soccer so i always had soccer around me i always watched games and all my friends for the most part played soccer so i like soccer it's fun yeah no yeah. i mean it's a i mean the most popular sport in the world, you know, first and foremost. Yeah. That, that, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It is, um, yeah. But it, it's a, what I love about it is just so many different people and cultures and places. There is no, like, need to be six foot five to play bat like there is in basketball. Right. Or need to be 270 to play football or X, Y, and Z. It's like there's so many different variants that play into mm-hmm. what makes a good soccer player. And yeah. It's not, like, cookie cutter. I'm with that, Yeah. And I just think all sports in general, like it doesn't matter what your sport is, just having a process, like it's not found in school anymore. I think kids, it should be mandatory for them to pick a sport. I Mm. think, I don't know how you feel, but like just going to practice, having the process of failing at something kind of safely and having to be like, fuck, well, we lost the game. How are Mm. we going to make sure this doesn't happen next week, right? Having to work with others and do all sorts of stuff. Like sports are vital. That's the only way you can really learn about kind of life before mm-hmm. being kind of thrusted into it right yeah no i yeah, i definitely agree I, if, if they did more of that i feel like that'd be cool i mean obviously you got the people that are a little bit more like uh, introverted would prefer to draw or right. to act and whatnot so but i think it still does build a certain level of like confidence certain level of like uh uniqueness in a person if they feel like they're able to thrive in something that they can do something with that so yeah yeah, yeah i i mean i went to school in sweden for the most part so we never had sports connected to school it was always clubs it was always outside of school but I I mean I ran track for all my basically since I was 10 so Mm -hmm. I've just been doing track but um I I love sports even if you're not like super into like playing a sport or anything but just going to sporting events and just like having that community is really special I feel like and Mm -hmm. you make a lot of friends, like your habits, like you just, yeah, sports is cool. Yeah, Sweden has a player right now. His name is Alexander Isak. He's a striker for Newcastle. Like oh. guy's, he's on fire. So, really? yeah, Sweden's definitely producing some ballers right now. Gotta look into him. Zlatan's from, uh, mm-hmm. from Sweden. Yeah, he is. Yeah. All right. We like that guy. I like that. <laughs> you like him. Oh, is that the the fan, like Ab- Abrahamovic? Yeah. yeah, he's a stud, right? Yeah, just, yeah. he yeah. talks some good shit. I like uh-huh. it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, I'm with him, dude. Tell me, ooh, damn, my bad. Tell me about your favorite part about San Diego, man. Because we cruised down here, and I was like, it's nicer than I remember. Yeah. Like, it's a good vibe out here. Uh, I guess uh, for me personally, my favorite thing about San Diego is the like how I don't really don't know anybody out here like that, and I had to start over. I think that was what personally like brought me out here and like trying something new being away from everything uh, that's what I kind of really attached myself to I mean it could have been anywhere but I found my, found that here uh, San Diego in itself what I like uh, I mean it doesn't remind me it reminds me a lot of like back home it reminds me a lot of like Long Beach I mean same vibe kind of like beachy town ish sun's always out 
a vibrancy of different people, places, mm-hmm. cultures, ethnicities, and you know, it's like a melting pot of a little bit of everything. So okay, so similar it, because it was similar. That's why mm-hmm. you like liked it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I get that vibe. Because yeah. I don't like to come into places I haven't lived and maybe have like an, a big opinion on it. But definitely, I'm kind of like. You, it feels like if you're from Long Beach, you can get plopped down in San Diego and be yeah. like just Yeah, fine. you're like, oh, this is same di- same difference. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not too far either. I mean, it mm-hmm. only took us like, what, an hour 20 to get yeah. here this morning. So it's I a was, smooth drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was even saying that like when we were driving, I was like, you just take the 405 all the way down. That's it. Pretty much. Like, 405 turns into the 5 yeah. and then take the 5 all the way down. Know. You know what's crazy is uh, do like the toll road people, do they have like a sponsorship with like the Google Maps and Apple Maps? Because it mm-hmm. automatically wants you to take a toll road. You have to hit like avoid tolls when you're on the navigation. We almost hop, yeah, we almost hopped onto the toll road, and I was like, wait a minute, toll road, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, oh shit, we gotta like put like no avoid the tolls or whatever, and yeah. then it just took us at four or five. And my know. only beef with tolls is just that like if you don't pay it, then they give you that fine. Like mm-hmm. I had like a hundred dollar bill one time for like a five dollar toll pay yeah. that I just failed to pay. I didn't get it in the mail or didn't check it or something like that, but. Yeah. Yeah. They don't put the signs like notice. If they had big signs that said "pay this toll," yeah, they would. Everybody would pay. It'd be easy. It wouldn't make money. Mm. But because they hide the signs or put I them know. to the side or like you know, remember to call this. It's yeah. not like a. It's not like a like a go to this exact website. You, this is your number. You're good. Go to the, you know, so scan confusing. this QR code and you're. Yeah. No. We gotta it's make it a so puzzle. Confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I hate yeah. it. Dude, the speed traps too. Like it was a good. There was, there like was a lot three of cops people got out pulled there. over yeah. on their way over here. Yeah. We yeah. were driving. Fast. I usually don't really speed. I mean, just car stuff in general is a little iffy for me, but I usually don't speed. But every time you see a cop and you're like, oh shit, like you see that you're going 80, you're supposed to be going 65. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta slow down. But how do you fine. drive? Uh, I, I speed. <laughs> I do. I do. Knock on wood, I haven't gotten any trouble with the law in terms of speeding or anything, but. Um, I do, my cruising is usually around like 80. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually like my just go speed, but I'm, I'm aware I always have maps on so I can see like if there's something I'm pretty like cognizant of like paying attention and seeing what's going on. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, if it, if it, if I can, if it's open, I'll do it. Throw yeah. the sunroof back, listen to some good tracks. There and you then, go. You know, but I kind of understand, like, if I'm hitting a corner and I can't see the other side, I'm like, all yeah. right, I'm going to slow yeah. down here. <laughs> yeah. When we drive to Vegas, I'll, I'll cruise a, a cool 80 because uh-huh. uh-huh. no one's out on the road. And we go early in the morning. We go at, like, 5 in the morning that's just the time to, to avoid go. everyone. Yeah. So that's fine. But, like, if I drive around L.A., I, I'm so I'm a little scared on the road. It is mm-hmm. nice on our little Vegas like routines because even if it's a holiday, if you leave between four thirty and five in the morning, there's nobody out there. No one's out. It on could the be road. Christmas and like mm-hmm. it's about to be eight nine hours worth of traffic. If you leave at four five in the morning, you get there in like four hours. Yeah, maybe you got twenty extra minutes or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy though. But where'd you go to school, man? Uh, like all the way back or no? Like where'd you go to college? Uh, I went to LBCC and then I went to uh, I went to LBCC campus over off of what is that Carson, off of Carson Street, right by Lakewood High School. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I went to Lakewood for high school. I did too for a little bit. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I went to uh, Hope International. It's like a university. It's like a small Christian school in Fullerton. I've heard of Hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It's like right across the street from from uh, Cal State Fullerton. So like okay. literally oh, in their okay. shadow. Okay. Oh, cool. They have a basketball team. They do. I think I've seen the basketball team mm-hmm. or something. But, oh, that's nice, man. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like we've had a lot of people from Lakewood on lately. Yeah. Like just the Lakewood three, area, yeah. I yeah. think. Yeah. That's yeah. Kind of funny. When did you graduate? 2015. Oh, that was way before I got there. I yeah. was there in 2017. 
Okay, yeah. yeah. I wanted to go to... Way before. It was like two years. <laughs> two years. Yeah. As long as like 10 years <laughs> older than you. Yeah. yeah. 85 is when I graduated. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go to... I wanted to go to Poly when I got like oh. first went, but it just didn't work out that way. How's it going? What's up, baby? Hey, this is my girlfriend, Danielle. Oh, what's Hi. up? How you doing? Danielle, Come on Venture, in. Come say yeah. hi. Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm Venture. What's your name? Danielle. Danielle? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Just stopping in to say hello. Yeah. yeah. Hi, baby. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> All right. See you in a bit. <laughs> nice. I was like, who's that? <laughs> I know. I heard it. I was like, who, yeah, I was who's like, opening this? I've never had anybody in here ever. And then all of a sudden, somebody, that was my girlfriend. I told did her. Someone like, reserved the room. <laughs> no. Nice. Yeah. Let's That's talk about that. How'd you guys meet? Uh, how did we meet? Hinge? Hinge. Oh. oh yeah. Another app, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we yeah, met like uh, a while ago and then just kind of talked like for, to each other a little bit for about a year. And then, like, never really met. And then I remember one day she said, I live in Mission Valley. Like, at the time, she was living in Mission Valley. Mm. I was like, Mission Valley? I was like, where is that? Mm. And I, like, Googled it, and I was like, San Diego. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I was like, I guess we're not going to see each other. Yeah. And yeah. then I was like, you know what? She's cool. I'm going to go down there. And then uh, one time turned to two times, and then I ended up hanging out. And then I right around then I moved to New York for a little bit, lived out there. Um, but then we just talked a whole bunch, like, almost every day. So mm. when you have a connection like that where you're able to, like, FaceTime and have a conversation every day and you know you it grows you stronger for sure so yeah Yeah. and that's another good story of like finding people online too yeah that's kind of the weird like I'm in um financial services so I work in finance Mm -hmm. and kind of the biggest thing that our company and kind of the culture of just like financial advising has to overcome is like putting stuff out online so like as a young guy obviously you know building your brand is vital like you can't so my mentors for example will be like don't post any videos or like don't do anything like that because you don't want like certain legalities to be out there or whatever but if I'm sitting here and I'm like dude people are finding their wives online like the first time you go to talk about let's say like life insurance or investing or Mm -hmm. you know any sort of like stocks or something like that you go on the internet right like when you're looking for some chicken what's the first thing you do Google chicken spots in San Diego, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not. You're oh, gonna let ask me, people around. Let me grab a map or something. Yeah. 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 So it's just like so fun that the world that we live in, and just like kind of digitally being able to build stuff like this. How right? did How did you two meet? She stalked me. <laughs> that's That's the story that he loves to bring up because that's not even true at all. But we, <laughs> I ran track, he ran track, and we both trained at Cerritos College. Mm-hmm. We didn't go there, but we were trained at the track there, and. Um, we did the same event, so that's kind of how we met. Yeah. Kind of partnered up, got the sprints yeah. in. Oh, yeah. you guys did pole vaulting? Pole yeah. vaulting, yeah. yeah. So she was pole vaulting, and then I was training for the decathlon. And okay. then just met, and uh, yeah, it was so interesting because I didn't know, but I guess looking back, I was always looking for someone. I thought she was just going to be like some rich girl from Huntington Beach. Mm-hmm. So I was like, at least we got that bag, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's fine. But And then she started saying, like, no, I'm from Europe. I'm from Sweden. Because well, one of the first things you were like, did you watch SpongeBob? And I was like, no, not really. <laughs> like, I know, I know what it is. And like, I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but I never watched it like uh-huh. growing up. Um, so it's yeah, been so one. cool just having such a different like American culture and Euro stuff going on mm. to where like the shit she did as a kid was not even near anything I was doing as a kid. Like when you and I talk, it's like, yeah, you remember that episode of SpongeBob with the pet rock or whatever? And yeah. you're like, yeah, I do remember mm-hmm. that. She's like, no, I, was like, I, no, no I don't idea. know what that is. <laughs> so like, I you got to show her. Yeah. Yeah. That's the time you got to show her. Yeah. yeah and that's and what sure she did. has some good shows she could show you as well. Exactly. Yeah. So what she has is a great country. So when we go mm-hmm. there, bro, that's one of the only times in my life 
where I felt 100% safe. Like when you go to Sweden, you got to go to Sweden, man, mm -hmm. because or just Scandinavia in general, because the second you step off that plane, there's no like looking over your shoulder, what's going on, who's there, where's the exit at, this and that, because there's no data that has ever said like, hey, this restaurant might get shot up or yeah. this like somebody might get stabbed because in the history of this, this building's been here 200 years, 300 years, and it's never happened once. Mm -hmm. So I just get to relax. Yeah. Like, you know, just decompress. Well, I think when you compare it to like living in Long Beach or just yeah. LA area, it's it's such a different thing. Because mm -hmm. uh, obviously every country has crime and, you know, weird shit going on. But if you compare it to like what we're used to here, it's like, Night and day. it's like, yeah, it's like there's nothing going on in Sweden, which is nice. It's a, it's a cool vibe. And usually I, whenever I go back or we go back, I like to like go out and do things and like see people and go out like into the city and like, you know, but you're always like, I just want to relax. I just want to chill. I just want to yeah, walk around the forest out. or, mm -hmm. you know, just we're total opposite when it comes to that. But because I go places for the geography, mm -hmm. like the reason why I love SoCal is just because of the beach, because mm -hmm. of the ocean people i don't care like that's why if someone's like oh my god don't go there because the people are horrible or the people are so good i'm like either way i don't give a fuck like mm -hmm. if they're great cool but if they're horrible cool like yeah. i just won't talk to them put my headphones on and keep it pushing but yeah yeah i mean the weather you should never go to sweden for the weather though like don't ever go to scandinavia for the weather because the weather's ass like the weather's <laughs> usually shit uh-huh all, um, all year round there's no good time the summers are usually fine um it's weird though. It's like you might get a, like two, three months of really nice weather, or you'll have like one week which is nice, and then you'll have rain for three weeks, and then you have another nice week. Like it's very weird like that. Mm -hmm. um, especially where I'm from on the like a little bit more south, like on the west coast. Are you from Malmo? I'm not. I'm not from. No, I'm not. I'm not. From, I'm from Gothenburg. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little bit higher up than Malmo. I have um, cousins in Malmö, though, okay. or my, my uncle lives in Malmö. Um, but that's where you got dropped off when yeah, you had I your weird... Yeah, I hate that place. Yeah. yeah, fuck that place. <laughs> I had um, the worst. So, yeah. dude, I mean, our experience... I don't even think we've ever talked about this on the podcast. No. But the first time I went... So, I've been back three times. It'll be four here in a couple months. In the past, like, two years. So, we get out there. First time ever, like, in Europe, doing the big boy travel and oh, stuff. Oh, it was the first time, huh? During COVID. Yeah. yeah, first time. And then we had our whole vacation, right? And then the day before, we got our COVID test, right? To, that was when they were doing the whole testing and everything. And we're eating at a restaurant with her family. My test comes. She checks the email. It's like negative. We're all good. She checks her email. Mine was positive. positive. So she mm. had COVID. And the funny part is, is as soon as I saw my negative test, I was like, oh, I'm good. So I started eating her mashed potatoes like off of her plate and stuff uh. like that. And then she was positive. So I was like, oh, damn, this is weird. And um, so anyway, she had to stay, right? How, long, how much longer did you have to stay? I had to stay for like a week and a half. And, yeah. then, and where, where did you have to stay? Just at my parents, just in oh, Sweden. Okay. Like, oh, I, okay. I just couldn't leave the country. So, I mean, luckily I wasn't, you know, stuck at a hotel or like, you know, mm. some weird place. But so I just stayed at my parents' house. So I had to stay for like almost two weeks, I think. Yeah. So I had to go back like by myself and international travel and like, you know, language barriers, stuff like that. But the weird part is you take like a little tiny plane over to the international airport, right? What was it? Where were we you, going? So you go from Gothenburg to Copenhagen, Denmark, and then you fly from Denmark all the way to L.A. 
Mm. Um, so what happened is it was windy in Sweden, like that shitty weather, dude, yeah. and they couldn't land the plane. So we were up on, it was a 20, 30 minute flight. It's lit, Yeah, it's literally 30 minutes. And we were flying for like 50 minutes, trying to circle around, get it like an hour. And then finally they oh, were just scary. like, <laughs> yeah. And the thing was, is half the flight was us looking at the airport. Like I'm literally, we're just circling the yeah. airport trying to, he made like five attempts like to try to land, couldn't do it. Um, old boy gets on the intercom, starts saying, you know, Swedish, 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 blah, 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 whatever. I don't hear anything. And then you just hear like a bunch of sighing, like, oh, and then they translate it and they're like, sorry, we can't land. We have to take you back to where you came from, I think. Right, babe? Or Yeah. So they, well, they basically had to get to the closest airport that mm-hmm. they could land at. So that ended up being Malmö Airport mm-hmm. um, in Sweden. So they had to drive around and... Or and they said because we were in a different country, they can't drop you off in a different airport from no. the country. So they had to take us back to Sweden. And I think the closest airport probably also was Malmö because it's so close. Put us on a bus and then bust us down all the way you know that we went under that underwater bridge and stuff uh-huh. it was like pretty dope but like it was just scary because i was like damn i don't mm. know what's going on it was like <laughs> the, everything went off the rails so clearly people are like are we going to make our connecting flight to whatever to um denmark to LA. la and we finally get there and this is like covid the paperwork so our tests have to be less than 24 hours old a bunch of like logistics are going to shit and then i was like second on the sp- like you know the big buses like a tour bus that they take mm. you down and then all of a sudden, everybody like started sprinting off the bus to like, luckily I was second row. So I got off, but everyone's grabbing their bags and started hauling ass to the service counter. Yeah. And then I saw everybody running. So I just hightailed <laughs> it. Like I beat everybody there. Yeah. And then I was like second in line. And the gr- it was like two girls at the desk and they were just trying their best, like a hundred people. Anyways, I ended up like getting, um, our flight got fucked up. So I had to stay in Denmark for the night. And I ended up like making the worst. It was like a Ben Stiller movie, like the Uh worst way back. We ended up getting back through like New York or New Jersey. Mm -hmm. I flew into, made a connection, but it was just like the worst experience. Yeah. 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 The tailwind for that. And then, but the thing was, I was like, you know, it was a nice trip. I'll go back. Well, Mm -hmm. it was weird because at first you were like, I'm not going back to Sweden. He was like, I am taking a break. I'm not going back. This is horrible. Mm -hmm. But then you ended up going in the summer again. And it was a completely different, like, everybody looks like hannah i Mm. I lose her in crowds if i'm at the restaurant or at a store like here i can use peripheral probably like your girlfriend you can you spot blonde she would would really blend in in sweden too though Uh i wouldn't doubt it yeah the blonde yeah yeah. i was like oh wait a minute (laughs) so you just like look and you go blonde that's it like but i'll do that on my phone i'm like oh it's like some old lady like my bad and then where's hannah yeah it's just funny but yeah no the weather though going back to weather not usually not cool it's um don't expect the weather to be good if you if you go, but the people are nice. Like it's still a nice vibe. Unless yeah. you if you really want the nature vibe, it's a perfect place to go because we have so much forest and like mountains and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, but it's a cool it's a cool place to go back to for sure. Yeah, no, I definitely I definitely need to get to Sweden then mm-hmm. for sure. It sounds like I need to go during those two weeks. Yeah, but I, I yeah. Definitely need to go. Make you want to nice. go to Malmo? Is that a place you want to go to? Uh, I just know Zlatan yeah. is from there, so that's why I said that. Yeah. I don't know if I know any other cities in Sweden to be honest. You know Stockholm probably. Oh, okay, Stockholm. Right? Yeah. I was like, what other major cities are out there? But I, none were. Yeah. It's weird how Stockholm is more famous than the country that it's in, though. That's weird because I actually knew of Stockholm before but you didn't know I knew you, but I didn't know Sweden. Oh. I just knew like, oh, this is a big hub. Like they got it going on. Like I've heard of like best cities to live in in the world, and like mm-hmm. Stockholm was one of them. But yeah, yeah man, I, I want to take a deep dive down dog walking. That's mm-hmm. kind of funny. You were telling me that you got your little side gig with the dog walking stuff. That's a big part of like how we met. Was the first year that we were together. We spent 90% of our time just walking dogs. Because you were working as that and then no. like 
to hang out. I was like, all right, well, I'll go with you then, you know? So we were just walking a bunch of dogs. All around like Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach, and mm-hmm. um, PV too mm-hmm. sometimes. But like, yeah, it's a cool gig, right? Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it too. And I mean, I already have two dogs, so it's nothing crazy. You know, I was like, if people need help walking their dogs, like I have time, you know, especially during these parts of the day, like, let me see what I can do to help. So, I mean, it's worked out and it's been cool. And I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, like I said, if any, if you can bring in multiple streams and then that will rely on just one or the other to be mm-hmm. a, you're like, that's what you're relying on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's a huge benefactor. So that's yeah. I'm trying to honestly, if I can create 10 of them, I would do yeah. so, you know, like I'm just trying to find as many as I possibly can. Also, you mentioned licensing. I'm also licensed as well. And okay. yeah, so who, who are you licensed by, by the way? New York Life. Okay, I was with uh, w- I was with WFG and now I'm with Pinnacle Elite, something like that. Okay, yeah, Aww. that's what's up. Yeah, so right now I'm currently working on obviously I deal with the protection of wealth and then I'm working on my uh, Series Seven, so mm. that stockbroker's one, and then yeah, I just want to ultimately build a big firm of just investment advising, helping mm. people with yeah. their money, stuff like that. But I knew I was gonna get into that like in high school, man. There's just I knew I was going to do some form, like I wasn't going to be a coach or mm-hmm. anything like that, but, and I wasn't going to be a broker cause I'm not, I don't want to be like sleazy like that, but I really wanted to help educate people. So yeah. coaching money is kind of where we landed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I like it. It's a good, a good industry to be in mm-hmm. you know. but um, what's your favorite dog? Favorite dog? Uh, I mean, I'd probably get chewed out if I didn't say they weren't mine. Yeah. Uh, but I have two dogs right now. So one's like a German shepherd, husky mutt mix okay. and the other one's a frenchie so i guess frenchies. those two <laughs> yeah oh, i love we gotta frenchies. check the frenchie out i for love sure. frenchies we have a crazy one at home we have a belgian malinois so he's really yeah he's yeah. a oof, he's, he's a lot a handful he's two handfuls he's your yeah. he's everything man it was it was just weird like we haven't left him really like this mm-hmm. like we took a day trip and just left him but it's kind of hard when you have a dog that requires a lot of attention and just mm-hmm. requires a lot of work because he's he's super smart super well behaved but he has so much drive and he's very strong and he's like fast so just handing him over to whoever for the day You're is like, like that's a little because they might say no they're like i don't want to take on that responsibility and then we are also very picky with who we choose to like mm-hmm. give him to. So we don't do like day trips without him or like we don't go a lot of places without him for like hours and hours um, too often. But um, yeah, but he's yeah, like he's a real working line. He, he gets after it. He's yeah. poetic with when he gets in that ass, he's in that ass. You know? <laughs> he is the best though. Like I, maybe I'm a little biased yeah. or like a lot of people are, but he no, is he's the fucking like, best. Yeah. I put that dog up against any dog in SoCal. He's the premier. Doesn't get better than that. Like I worked really hard. We took two years training him twice a day, every day. I know? do want a little Frenchie though. Mm. <laughs> I've always loved Frenchies. Mm. Like every time I see them, they're so common in Long Beach too. So you see them everywhere on the beach and stuff. Yeah. And I, it's the number one dog in the United States. It now. is. Yeah. I Especially in the past five years. Yeah. It's yeah. boomed. But so how do you deal? So here you can help us with this then because I've been telling her like, Hey, I'm going melon walls probably till I die. Like unless I'm an old and man. I've and I've said, can't I can't do that. I'll leave you if you ever do that. <laughs> I know. And our guy, he's, he's legit. He's equipped to go. And like, I just couldn't imagine having one or two mouths. And then all of a sudden just being like, let's get a wiener dog. Like let's throw a, let's throw a Frenchie in the mix. No, Cause it just doesn't seem weird. So like, how do you, cause I like all my dogs to serve a purpose, but yet I also personally 
I like Kino. We can hug, we can kick it and stuff mm. like that. I don't need the little fucking old man Frenchie next to me to like do that. So how do you feel about that? Uh, t- yeah, I mean the Frenchie is definitely more like he ne- he needs attention. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was my girlfriend's dog before I kind of met her. So she was taking him out every day on trips, going to get her nails done with him, yeah. and all those little <laughs> cute things that they do. Um, so I mean, when I when I got in, like we were still doing all that same stuff. We were taking him out, all that stuff, and then. We got the other one about a little less than a year ago. No, about a, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, actually. And he's like, he's a handful. He's a puppy. He's a handful. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, if anything, brings more energy to the other puppy who, oh, okay. or the other Frenchie who was like usually to himself, just wanted to chill all the time, lay down, lay on his back. Yeah. Now he's like on, constantly playing, wants to play, wants to do stuff. So they're always That's bouncing fun. between each other. Um, and then for the... For the that one, um, his name's Kofi. So the, Kofi. the shepherd one's Kofi, the the Frenchie Saint. Saint. So yeah. So Saint now with being able to like have somebody there, he's a lot more. He can be able to chill now. And Kofi, if he had nobody there, like if we left for like times, um, he would have like a, you know be barking and mm. lose his mind. But now he's able to like kind of chill a little bit and like yeah. relax and know like okay my brother's here like I'm yeah. alright my brother's here. We've left. I'm not saying we haven't left him for some time before right. we have, but. Um, definitely try not to if we can because mm-hmm. I mean he'll freaking piss in his crate and do all this <laughs> stuff. So we'll take him to the sitter's house or some some like yeah. the homegirl you know and uh, she'll watch him and with a, like a house full of I think yesterday she had eleven other dogs. So, oh, wow. man. Yeah, so he kind of gets gets to run crazy and go wild and then comes home and yeah. is like, all right, chill again. I'm relaxed. Aww. That's cool. How old is Saint? Saint's uh, five in November. Five. Kofi is going, he just turned one. one. So Kofi's like one in like two months. Oh, yeah. Nice pop then. Mm-hmm. With your dog walking stuff, do you do it through the different apps they have? Or is mm-hmm. it like privately, you just get to know people? Uh, I would, would like to work more on the privately, mm-hmm. but right now it's through the apps. Yeah. So um, like the one I met today, somebody just booked me through the app and was like, hey, can you help with the dog? I was right. like, yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah. And it kind of, I mean, it was a, he lives in the area as well. So I was able to just to walk down the street. Nice. You know, trying to check, just meet the dog, and then like I'll start taking him out this week and whatnot. Oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah, that's but, convenient. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get a walk there. I was like, by the time he wants me to do that, like I'm already pretty free from my other obligations. Right. So it's like I can just kind of get there and do that as well. So yeah, what would you say if I gave you like a all right, sure? Because I, you know, I love the dogs. Like I really like being meticulous with them. What do you want? What would make you happy? There's a few. All right. Can we get sure. all of them? Sure. Is it three, five? How big is this list? Love Go ahead. Frenchies. Okay. Forever going to love Frenchies. All right. I like, really like the blonde wiener dogs, uh-huh. like the long-haired ones. Mm-hmm. Those are really, really cute. Um, Goldens. Love Goldens. Okay. Golden Doodles? That too, but the Retrievers. Okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, I love all the Doodles too, so any any Doodle will do. Uh-huh. Um, But I think my number one would probably be either a golden retriever or a frenchie nice. those would be like the two that i would love but i like the giant schnauzer have you seen the giant schnauzer i don't think oh, so that's a good dog those are those really good SoCal, those are yeah they're not too, super common but yeah. have you seen the little schnauzers like the oh they, yes the Actually, old man yeah ones? Uh, one of my best friends has one they have those but they're big and they're like all black uh-huh. they're really cool i like those a lot uh, yeah too. i've seen the miniature the smaller ones yeah. he has a smaller one but mm-hmm. they have a big one like that yeah they, it's like probably like this big oh yeah, wow they're super yeah cool. they're really cool those are really cool here let me find a picture dang pull it up 
And those, see. they are pretty athletic too. So I, oh, I feel like. Oh, I have seen. I've not seen those in person, but yeah. I, at least I don't think so. That's They're fancy uh, looking. That was in, a, what's that movie called? Coraline? I think in Coraline they all had a I bunch of I didn't watch Coraline. No? I was scared when They that forced came us out. to watch it in school. That was a good movie. Yeah. I, I watch it, especially around the Halloween time. Yeah. I might throw that on that again. That is a good one. Yeah. We'll check it out now yeah. as an adult. But I think the part that scared me was in the trailer that the girl was like walking through the mirrors. She was like crawling through mirrors or something. Uh, As a kid, I was like, nah, I'm It good. is a little creepy. It looks yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's very creepy. Yeah. It's very creepy. Yeah. yeah. Tim Burton though, right? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anything that's like doll looking made, yeah, it's usually Tim Burton. No, shout out to him. But like, I love his, um, the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland around mm-hmm. this time of the year. Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. the go-to. We need to make a, like we'll schedule another Disney trip. Yeah. Would you rather, oh, hold on. Oh, my bad. Excuse me. Would you rather go around uh, Christmas time? Is that like the best time for you to go? Or do you want to go around like Halloween time? Mm, I don't know. Thanksgiving time? You I, know? Don't, I don't even know when we've gone before. I mean, we used to just go in the summer yeah. all the time when it was hot. Yeah. I don't know. You fuck with Disneyland? Disneyland is fun. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I think my favorite of the amusement park is probably Universal. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Disneyland, I mean, that was when we first started dating. That was like one of our first dates. It was like a mandatory. Thing. I was yeah. like, I'm taking you to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was had her drive, um, but I just put, in, put up the navigation. I was like, mm-hmm. just drive here. She was like, where are we going? I was oh, like, just, she didn't know. I was like, just drive. Just drive. And so we got there, and she was like, is this Disney? She's, uh-huh. she's new to California as well. She's from Chicago. So she was like, is this Disney World? I was like, <laughs> no, it's Disneyland. <laughs> Disneyland. So it, it was an enjoyable day, and we look back and laugh at it, and, you know, yeah. We, we got a park hopper, so we were like here and there, got to see the fireworks. Only thing was we didn't end up staying out there. We drove back that same night, so oh. it's like the drive at night is like a little, uh, yeah. but yeah. made the most of it and still yeah. had fun. How long have you guys been dating? Uh, it's creeping on about, I that we've known each other. Um, it's been a little over two years that we've been officially dating. It's been a little under two years. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a solid amount. Yeah, you mm-hmm. guys are getting settled in. That's good. That's nice stuff. Yeah, like, she's, she's good people. She keeps me grounded. Good. Definitely. Definitely. What are some things that she has like taught you or just brought out of you? Uh, she's super hardworking, mm-hmm. like super hardworking. Um, so I, I try to like really match her hustle, you know, like I see how hard she works for what she wants. Uh, and just trying to like continue to push myself to like get there, um, so that's definitely been one. Um, I don't know. She's just like a lot of it's a lot of love between our relationship, and we try to like. I mean, we talk about it all the time about like, trying to lead by love. Um, I like that. You know, like it's a good one. The moments that we like, you know, obviously relationships, you, you, they, we argue, we get into little right. dumb scuffles and whatnot, um, and we'll like deal with them. But it's also like reminding ourselves, like, hey, like. We're not, there's nobody holding a gun to our head telling us we have to be in this relationship. We don't have kids. We're not married. We're not obligated to be in it, but I want to be in it. So let's wake up every single morning and choose to want to be in this relationship and choose to be like loving of each other as opposed to like, like, ugh, I'm, I have to be here, you right. know? So I think kind of realizing that and having those talks, I feel like it really like um, brings a lot of love out of both of us. You know, like she it was like, let me come and see what mm-hmm. you're doing. You know, like I, she, I love her. I love her. Yeah. I'd be like, why didn't you come down and see me if she right. didn't come, you know? So uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, I think I think it's very important that, I think you and I also have a very good understanding of like, we don't have to be with each other. We don't, like, there's nothing, like you said, there's nothing holding us together, but mm. we're doing it because we want to and mm-hmm. because we 
love each other and we would like really want to be in this partnership and in this relationship. Definitely. Um, and just understanding that like everything is built, you know, we we're kind of mm-hmm. talking about that earlier, but just you build it. Like that's the coolest part is the idea to be like, we're what five or six years in now. And it's just like continuing to just build things. What are we doing next? What are we got growing, going on? Yeah. yeah. What's going on with the podcast? What's going on with, you know, the business, what's going on with the dog, right? Like just continue finishing up school. Like, it's just so fun to build that shit with somebody. And you just always have like a, a built-in person to bounce ideas off of. And I think you get a little like fatigued with some of my ideas sometimes, right? Because I really don't turn off mm-hmm. ever. Like talk about that. I'm never, I'm just always going. I right? think, yeah, because he is very like is either zero or a hundred. Mm-hmm. There's like nothing in between. I'm okay doing stuff that's in between. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hard time going to a hundred. I'm working on it. You kind of, you're working on bringing that out of me, but, um, so with him, it's either I get everything that's in his head or everything that's going on, or I get nothing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, I mean, I'll get upset on both sides there. Like if you don't give me anything, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like say something, you know? But then also when I get a hundred or 110, sometimes I'm also like, Ooh, that's a lot going on. Like, so I sometimes need to step back and just like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take my time. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a walk or something. Like I'm gonna leave you alone, mm-hmm. not because I don't love you. It's just like we're so different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we work really well together. But we're so different in that sense of he's okay being with me, me, twenty four seven all the time. Like, yeah. but I think I sometimes need a little bit of a break just because there's so much going on with you that I'm like, I get a little overwhelmed sometimes. That I'm like, okay, let me t- try to process it. And then I'll come back to you in 10 minutes, you know? Is it a little bit like when I have, if I'm with Kino or Mal all day, it's too much. Yeah. He just, he pushes every button. He does it like he just fucks with you. You can't spend the whole day with the dog. You have to leave the house or you have to put him somewhere because he just, he's, he'll go, go until he dies. So it's like, is that kind of, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, get this dog out of here. Is that how you feel with me? Like yeah. this guy just keeps talking and talking, like go away. So that's kind of funny. I like that. Yeah. Have you considered starting a show with your girlfriend? Uh, no, but I don't think that'd be anything like, I think she would be interested in doing so. I mean, we try to really do like find a lot of the little niches or those extra and, you know, things of investing and making money together. Um, so I feel like this would be something that she would be interested in doing. Uh, but she's also kind of like, I will say like one of the things that I like that she brings out of me, but I feel like, you know, is what I mentioned earlier, you know, in terms of hardworking and the, uh, the love. Uh, one of the things I try to bring out of her is just continue to be accountable. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I feel like that's what I try to do is like, okay, if we say this, we have to like be strong by right. it. Um, and she's pretty good at that as well. But like, um, I brought that up. I'm trying to figure it for, like we're looping back to what we were talking about. Keeping her accountable. Would you guys consider starting a show? Oh, possibly? so yeah. So I know like she'll she'll like like she'd be it'd be a great conversation starter. Yes, we should do it. We should do it. And then it's like taking that first step and say, oh, okay, now what do we do? So right. I think the same with, the, you know, kind of both of us, me and her have some brilliant ideas. Like we talk about stuff and we're like, dude, we can do something with this, you know? And then it's like, all right, well, who's going to make the first step to do yeah. it? You know? And then it's like, we kind of both look at each other and be like, ah, we'll get to it later. Right. So yeah. I think like if we were both like, like put more accountability on each other to just win, you know, mm-hmm. constantly, like, like, which can be like a good and a bad thing, you know, like it'd be good because like, okay, y'all are constantly pushing each other to go, but then it's like, shit, maybe somebody's tired. Maybe they don't feel like going. So, you know, like I, I don't want to push too much in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, that's a cool, that's a cool perspective. I like that. Cause 
I mean, you know, this is what we do. Like we, it's strengthened our relationship so much because we have so many hours of just talking and talking and talking and you just understand the perspective and it never gets boring. I wonder yeah. if it's ever going to get boring. You think so? No, I understand you though with the whole like, because like, this is something you kind of have to stay consistent with and like actually do, not just say mm-hmm. you're going to do it. I feel like I'm happy I have you to push me because I, th- I think I would not be putting out as many episodes as we would if you yeah. weren't here. Um, yeah. Even like I do like YouTube and stuff like that. Like I... I'm also working on my accountability of like, I need like, I'll, I'll be like, Oh, I really want to make a video. And then it just doesn't happen. Like I just don't do it or like yeah. I need to edit and like, I just don't do it. But you, it's nice having like a partner just like with you and your girlfriend, like that push, it kind of pushes that out of you. And like, sometimes I get a little upset of like, damn, stop, like, let me be. But it's also, I think it's nice having partners that you are a little bit different because you can bring so many different things out of each other of like, I'm happy we're not the same just because I don't, I don't know how that would work. And I feel like you grow so much more when you are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Have you seen like a lot like major differences that you guys have or are you guys pretty similar? Uh, I think we're pretty opposite. Honestly, yeah. if I'm being real, I think, I yeah. think we're pretty opposite, but I mean, opposites obviously attract, you right. know, so it's a, it's a team, right? Somebody's gotta be able to shoot. Somebody's gotta mm-hmm. be able to play defense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we definitely, we definitely have that, that like chemistry of being different but I think that, like, we love that about each other as opposed to, like, pointing out that we're always different from each other. You know, like, I think it's easy to kind of see and be like, okay, well, we're different. This should, you know, put all the the excuses up of why not, you know, um, based on differences. But, like, if you kind of really look into, like, okay, how can this work? Or, like, you know, because we are different, how can we make X and Y or Z happen? Or, you know, what can we do? using utilizing our differences to come together and make something work you know mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. having those kind of thoughts and having that perspective sometimes of uh some of the things that we think about and talk about is like unique because there's things that she'll say and i'll be like i've never heard that in my life but you just taught me something right. i just a different perspective and there's yeah. things i'll say and she'll be like i have no idea what mm-hmm. that is and i feel like i'm kind of like what you said about like uh, how you're zero to a hundred at times like i'm the one that's always talking at times yeah. and she's you know but i do i will say that on top of me always talking she'll there's times where like i'll just stay silent yeah and then i like where in those times where like whether i'm being reclusive or like i'm to myself or you know whatever it may be she will like fill that in with talking and she'll talk and then like she'll even laugh like we'll be like laying down getting ready to go to bed and she'll be like just talking she and then she'll look at me like oh my gosh you know as, as she's talking this entire time oh my gosh you won't stop talking and i'm like <laughs> yeah exactly uh-huh. like right yeah. you know and so it's good to like yeah, there's times where, like, I have something to say and she'll listen, but I love that also, like, it's not always, like, okay, what do I have to say? Like, it's a yeah. lot of, she'll say a lot of stuff, too, and then, like, I hear her that way. It's never, like, I never have to question what she's thinking, and I have to question what she's, what's on her mind, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of the same with me. I could be a little bit more vocal at times, too, but I feel like I'm, like, I could just, sometimes I'm, like, eh, I'm just going to stop. Yeah. I'm recluse a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you guys been back to Long Beach, like, recently? Yeah, we went to uh she was in la area for a wedding last weekend so we went to backyard um over the weekend it's like off of pch and second where like that whole little shopping center is uh i'm sorry not backyard bungalow the bungalow oh, the bungalow. oh, oh yeah, i yeah, love yeah. the bungalow yeah. i'm always there <laughs> yeah so we were supposed to go there last weekend or yeah a couple days ago yeah. yeah so we went there we went there last weekend that was fun um it was it's cool too because like 
um, like I said, I'm, I come away from home. So like I'm out living out here. So when mm-hmm. I go home, I like, I feel like I got like a hero's welcome. You know, oh, like I got oh home and like God. I, the moment, the moment I got out the car, I saw like five people I knew who like walked up to me Then I'm walking up and then like, <laughs> so it's like my girlfriend and her best friend. And they're like, like, what the heck? Like you're in San Diego. So low key and yeah. so quiet. And you come out here and then everybody just knows you. I have friends coming and taking pictures with me right. and whatnot. So oh, that's funny. it like feels good and definitely builds up like, you know, like, like, all right, like I know like this, I got to remind myself who I am. Mm-hmm. And I remember that when I come out here, you know, and I, I constantly talk, talk about like, uh, what we do, does it charge our batteries or does it drain our batteries? So that was one of those things I was like, I, it charged me up to be like, okay, like mm. I do serve a good purpose. Like, you know, like people know me because like of like uh, some kind of positive thing I've yeah. play, done in their lives. So I, mm-hmm. I, you know, felt good. I like that. That's nice. I want to talk, um, you're, you were filming a little bit earlier. Uh, how, um, how was your content creating going? What do you, what do you like to create? What are you, what are you doing it for? Where do you post it? Just mm-hmm. talk a little bit about your content creating. Yeah. So in terms of con, like, I feel like I posted on, I mean, right now, Instagram, I, um, do some TikToks as well. Like I'll post, but I mean, I just was kind of, I'll talk to her when one of our like little dabbles of conversations we'll have and be like, just kids making millions of dollars posting on yeah. social media, mm-hmm. like literally reviewing toys or yeah. doing the new dances. Like if I say my two cents online or put whatever I want, like I'm sure that can be received in the right way and can eventually get to the audience I want it to. Excuse me. Um, but I, I mean, I'm kind of like, you know how you guys kind of said your conversations or just kind of whatever comes up. Um, like I, I, We'll have some time, especially like where I work right now. And the, I work like at a gym early in the mornings. So I'll work there and like I'll have time. Like it'll be like five in the morning. I'm like, okay, what am I like? What, am I just going to stay here and just sit down or like scroll through some TikToks? Yeah. So I like to sit there and like kind of scroll. And like I've noticed a lot of the mine lately have been like about like prayer and stuff like that. And I'm like, I never really thought about doing like a praying, like a praying one, a praying video. So I like did that one recently and um, I feel like that one got really well received Mm. and I'm like, okay, like what else can I do? So I did the one and I'm not trying to get stuck on the one, but now it's like, okay, how do I follow this up? You know? So I'm, and then like, then it's the conversation of, okay, am I turning my Instagram into a bunch of Instagram reels? Like what am I, you know? So it's like, I feel like there's things that I think about that I'm like, dang, cause I can, I can post it. Like, even though I was in the house and I was, like, doing some stuff and I was like, I know I can edit this fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, then what do I, do I post it on? Do I post it on TikTok and just kind of let my TikTok just ride out of me posting stuff? Do I overtake my Instagram with this stuff and whatnot? So it's just, once I kind of, like, figure out really what it is that I really want, you know, and I feel like that's a conversation, especially when you're in your 20s, you have quite a lot. Is mm-hmm. like, what do you really want or who are you? Then I kind of, kind of, like, gauge it, but I'm just trying to, make videos and, you know, yeah. enjoy it along the way and kind of see where it leads to. Yeah. I mean, I I am kind of trying to do a little bit of the same stuff. I I do YouTube and then I try to do a little bit more TikTok and, and Instagram and stuff too. But it's it's weird. I am super TikTok happy and I'll post a TikTok. But like you said, like I don't want to fill my whole Instagram feed with a bunch of reels or mm. like it's that weird little balance that you have to kind of like – figure out of like and and I think I sometimes also still struggle with the whole like what are people gonna think you know like even that too like slightly is still like that's why TikTok not a lot of like the people I know follow me on TikTok but Mm. Instagram everyone that I know and that know me follow me on Instagram so if there's something that I'm like oh like I don't want everyone to see this or like people I know I don't want them to see this I'll post it on TikTok but it's fun I I mean I just 
think that it's a really cool thing, a really cool outlet that we even have the opportunity to do it. And just the, the fact that people can make millions and millions of dollars just by mm-hmm. posting a quick little three minute yeah, like sec- three second video. Yeah. Like, I just think it's so wild. And I mean, I think for me, I don't know how it's for you, but ultimately it would be awesome to make money. I don't, I don't make money off of it, but do mm. you, are you making money off of it right now? No, no, no. I, I mean, that's kind of the goal as well. Like more content you put out, the more it will get received. Yeah. I think the thing about those though, is like, it's really more or less about the consistency. Mm-hmm. If you are consistent and just constantly posting, it can really be, yeah. I'm not saying you can't have some type of narrative, but like. Once you really start putting stuff out, then it's like just takes that one video. You know, maybe you posted a hundred and nobody liked those hundred, but that hundred and first one is the right. one that takes off. You know, that's the one that like blows up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I just stay consistent, if I keep posting, I'm not as consistent as I, as I would necessarily want to be right yet. But if I get there and find that like, okay, I'm taking videos of stuff I really like, then I can get there and I can like end up posting what I really want to. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah, it's really cool, and I think that's my struggle that you're kind of helping me with too of just like just post like just Mm -hmm. it can literally be like the shortest thing of like here's my coffee like it can it doesn't have to be anything too deep I think I just like filming my like everyday stuff and I drink a lot of coffee I have coffee every single day so filming that would still even though it's so quick and so short it's still authentic and still like genuine to me Mm -hmm. um and tell me about this Hannah this is also what I think you you understand but you don't really understand is you are sort of an ambassador of culture in a way. Like the way that you're living a dream of coming from this buttfuck nowhere country. Like it's nice, it's <laughs> nice, but I'm from Southern California. Like when I speak, you listen. Do you see what I'm saying? Not you, but like I have that bravado. You have that SoCal bravado of like, no, we understand where we're at. We're from LA. Like I'm an LA guy. So you come here and you're, you know, sort of developing this dream authentically, not on some like, fucking reality star bullshit or something like that like you really are able to show the people back home and just the people around the world Mm -hmm. of what you're doing because yeah if your audience is like in the united states of america that's cool like i want people to support you but i also want people in like india africa europe greece wherever it is to be like oh here's this girl that's going and this is like the life that she's building and you're able to document that sometimes i think like were you apprehensive to even vlog today like you know no, what I mean? No, not really. I think, and I also, I feel like I don't necessarily identify myself as, like, a girl that came from Sweden and now lives here. That's more of, like, like exchange student vibes, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like. Do you see yourself as, like, interesting, though? Because I think your story is so, I'm so fascinated with well, your yeah, story. Well, yeah, but I, I don't feel like, it's not, like, a day in the life as an exchange student. Like, that's yeah. a different thing. That's yeah. not my life now. I'm just, like, I'm just a person living in Long Beach. Like, it's yeah. very normal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would just struggle, not, like, trying to make it interesting, but just, like, how do you push that a little bit more, I guess, of, like, I live a very normal life. I go to classes and I go to my part-time work, like, job. Like, I have a very normal life. But, like, how do I not not make it cute and pretty, but just how do I show that so that people get interested in just the smallest little thing of like grabbing coffee in the morning? You know, I think that is what I... There's that part too that you're talking about of normal. So it's like uh, the people I like, I've been watching a fuckload of sailing videos, dude, because I'm about to drop like one to two million dollars on just a dope ass fucking catamaran boat Mm. down the road 20 years from now or whatever. But like 
that's normal for them, right? Their normal is you're, you're, you're doing cool shit in San Diego, like document all that and like keep it rolling, right? You guys maybe think that you have like a normal relationship, but it's like, no, you guys have fun things. Like that chemistry is the part that people are looking for, right? So like if you guys started a podcast, I'd love to listen to that because I'd be like, oh, I can relate to them. Like I think I understand what's going on. Let's see what they got to say, right? And it's just like the normal. I You're such a weird case because your story is so spread out. It's like, how proud would your 12 or 11 year old self be of you right now? If like mm. you showed a time glass because of me, it'd kind of just be like, oh yeah, you're doing your thing. But what about yours? Yours is like, whoa, wait, I actually made it to the States, right? Like I got a boyfriend, we're doing our thing. Like we're in love and I'm building and like finishing up school. How do you think about that? Like not to make it too therapy. Well, well or I anything, think like but, with content, I just, it, it makes so much sense when people say it. And like, it, I feel like it is very easy to, when you say it, it sounds so easy, but then I get very critical of what I post oh, and what I, I and what I make of like, that's why you're like, just post whatever. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to post whatever. I still want it to be good and like kind of like high quality, like, you know, stuff like that. So I think that is what kind of messes with me too. Of Like, I don't just want to post anything. I want it to be good. I want it to be authentic and mm. I want it to make sense. And I don't want it to be like weird and fake and like, I don't want to, post my ass all the time like that's yeah. like I want to still be very me and um I think that is what I don't know I, st I struggle with kind of with that a little bit but it's a cool little journey though I what like you, it what do you think about like the quality of the stuff that you're creating like do you have are you more similar to her or are you more similar to me to where I'm just like just blast it like even if this mm. was you came on here and just said some wild like it was just the word I'd probably still post it like honestly <laughs> like it would I'd still be like no I was in it I had some good points in there like yeah. fuck yeah let's get that out there what do you think uh I mean I'm a little bit of both but I definitely lead more towards where Hannah's at with like a little being a little bit more reserved oh. um I think I wish I, I would like to, you know, be out there and post because I, I mean, I make the videos. I do it and I do the editing and stuff of, it, of, you know, what I want for the most part. It's just really about putting it up on that platform, putting the caption and then posting mm -hmm. it, you know, and I, that I think about uh, maybe sometimes too long and I harp on it. Like even when I made like the, the prayer video that I did not long ago, like I had an idea, like I wanted to do it. But like I remember like even before I posted, I was like, do I want to do this? Yeah. Like, do I want to post? Because then people are going to judge me like, oh, look at him. Like. Oh, he like he like believes in God now. Like, oh, well, I bet you I knew him back in the day. He wasn't that close, you know. Like, I, and then you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to. First of all, fuck that guy. Yeah, talking about all you just got talking about God. He's yeah, he's my religion, yeah. man. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I feel like sometimes I do like joust on it a little bit. Like I'm like, okay, should I should I do it? Should I not? But honestly, I think that, you know, I one of the, some of the things I tell my girlfriend all the time is, we only live on this planet for X amount of time. We don't know if tomorrow's the, the last day. You know, like stuff like that to all just kind of recognize how like amazing this moment is. Mm. And I think if we did capture the moment more often and like took advantage of like, okay, yes, I live in this moment. Let me take full advantage of it and do everything I can in this moment to make yeah. it happen. Then that that's more how it should be on a, on a, on a regular basis. You yeah. Know? It really should be like that more often yeah. where we kind of like are willing to be, you know, are worried about being judged and... I get it, you know, especially with social media. I mean, everybody is going to want to talk shit and, you know, say something. Everybody's going to have their two cents, you know. Like, I remember, like, I saw the video I posted, and I remember it had, like, it said, like, it had, like, 50 people DM it to somebody. Like, you know, you can see, like, oh, little... send it. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, who? I was like, who's yeah. sending video or sending my video? Are you video? talking shit? Yeah, but also, like, 
I saw I remember I saw that and I was like, should I care though? I was like, you right. know, really should I care? I was like, you know, I try to, you know, really reflect on like, okay, if I did everything based on what everybody else thought, then would I where would I even be? Mm. You know, like if I didn't chase half the dreams I, I, I believed in or that I had, I wouldn't have made it on a pro soccer team. I'm not saying I played for Real Madrid or any of that, but like I wouldn't have made it to yeah. the pinnacles I have in my life and, you know, goals. I said I remember I wrote down become a professional soccer player in the second grade on my second grade name tag and I did it. You, you did know? it, yeah. But if I had let everybody say like, oh, you can't do it or you're foolish, or I remember there was plenty of times they were like, I was like, nah, bro, like playing soccer is dumb. Just mm. skate and smoke weed. Like that's all yeah. you got to do, you know, like forget soccer. And I was like, if I had listened to those people, I would not be where I'm at today, no. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like those people like are just on a completely different plane now. I don't even talk to them anymore at right. all. It's just... It's, yeah. yeah, I think what I've, I still struggle a little bit with the f- fact that like, oh, what are people going to think and say? And like, are they going to judge me? And like, I think everyone naturally probably has at least a little bit of that in them. Um, it's gotten way better since we met or like since I moved to America has been gone way better. But I think I'm just trying to understand for myself that like, it's my life. I'm not living my life for anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't, I can't live for anyone else because that, that's going to make my life miserable. Um, and just understanding the fact that like, it's my life, it's my choices. And if this is what makes me happy, that's, that's what I'm going to do. I don't care really what anyone else says and does. And like, if you don't want to post, that's totally fine. But like, I want to post and I want to do this and I want to do that. And that's like, that's pretty much all that matters. I'm going to have to live with the consequence of that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not anyone else. So yeah. And then we'll take a little break in a second, but I wanted to finish out because Ashante called me. I want to make sure everything's all right with the dog. Oh. But, um, there's, what was the stat that you had? There was like three point what billion people on social media. Do you remember you just told oh, me? Oh yeah. I wrote, I just wrote a research paper on, um, social media and like, like teenagers using social media. And I guess, um, this year, there's like 4.9 billion people using social media, wow. and it's gonna get up to like 5.9 by 2027. Wow! So everyone's on social media, and that's the thing is where we're just talking about. We're not talking about like maybe I don't know about the word influencing or anything like that, but just whatever it is that you do, it doesn't matter if you're like a, a soccer player. You know, you're doing dogs. You're in school, right? I'm in finance document that like whatever it is you know what i mean like you can put it out there because there is a little fucking cubby for your content to like go right into you're like oh i was gonna make something about uh people with blonde hair and they're like oh yeah put it into this cubby right and that's just so cool that you have the potential to see that many people because imagine trying to see four billion people in real life like that's such a weird concept Mm -hmm. right you're never going to be able to interact with four billion people but this digital world gives you an opportunity to do something just like you were talking about earlier that's like awesome what do you think about that no 100 percent. i mean i even saw some stat recently that said it was by forbes they put out they put like the top three um like money making categories and i think of the three the two were one two of them were one was financial services the other one was in digital marketing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. it's like those two, I'm like, all right, well, like I got, I'm already licensed in one and trying to start the other. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but how could I make a, a, a killing off of this? And, you know, I feel like in terms of like, when you think about the finances of it, like, of course, like everybody wants to do it for like profit. But I think if you, if we can all take a, take a, take a step back and like think about, okay, can I fall in love with this? Can I fall in love with the process? Can I be okay with 
not making money off of this and still enjoy mm-hmm. it, I feel like that's when things really start to click. Yeah. You know, like if you're like, okay, I just, I'm, in, I'm enjoying posting. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying the ability to be able to do so and, and not have to worry about or think about any of the fruits of my labor coming mm-hmm. in yet. Then it's when you like least expect it. Then it's like, okay, wow, like I posted this video that I thought was just like an average video one of my, because I was so consistent and I finally posted one. This is my 101st video. And it went from getting a thousand views to this one just blew up and got 1.3 million. Right. You know, and it's like, I mean, it happens every day, Mm -hmm. overnight, you know. And I mean, my girlfriend talks about all the time, and she's like, I watched these couples since COVID when they weren't doing anything and they were just at home. Now they're getting flown. Yeah, they're going, they're doing real good, exactly. Flying out to different countries, going to places, all on their TikTok dimes, all on there. So I think it starts with a step, but I definitely think that, like, you have to, although you have to see the end in mind, you have to, like, you have to watch each step that you put down step by step you know i mean that's the cool thing is like my one of my biggest passions you know we have like several but it really is this show and this podcast because i tell him all the time like i'll do this shit for free i don't Mm -hmm. care like i'll just i love what we get getting to meet cool people and just hear your story and get your take on things like I'll do it and I'll talk mm-hmm. to you until the end of time. You know, I'll talk to this guy for a couple hours, yeah. but I'll talk to you forever. Yeah. You know? But yeah. yeah, like it's super dope. Let me uh, take a break real quick. Okay. Let me take a breather, get some water, and then we'll come back and I got a few things cool. on my mind. Yeah. Right? Cool. Boom, we're back. Oh, yeah, do your thing. Yeah. Even if it's just like me, like there with like no sound mm-hmm. and just like spe- I go through like literally I go through Snapchat yeah go to the fast forward thing speed it up and then like re- resave it like do you ever use a uh, cap cut I don't I but I should yeah do you have to pay for that no no I have not paid for do you pay for no CapCut? you can pay for like cap cut pro to get uh. special stuff going on but to just do the simple editing of like speeding things up and or like cutting stuff and yeah. all that it's it's free it's it really does cool. make stuff look nice yeah like obviously we use all adobe with the big stuff like the podcast and her vlogs but cap cut for all the reels and mm-hmm. photos and stuff i that- probably should honestly i know people that do but i was like oh it's a tiktok thing i don't want to get too involved then mm-hmm. you know at that first and then but the only thing i hate with well not with cap cut but with people that post stuff from cap cut is they don't delete that last part where mm. it said like made in cap cut. Cause you can delete that. I delete that all, all my yeah, stuff. I don't want so that thing I. in the end, but people don't, I don't think, think people understand that you can delete that. So it always says at the end, like made with cap cut and yeah. it's a little corny. Do you, yeah. Are you like more creative? Cause I'm finding now like we have, we do a lot of videos with Kino and like once we get, um, cameras up for the podcast i really do like editing like i mm-hmm. you talk about the process and stuff I've, i have a fun time like uh, the hardest part for you is just opening it up but mm-hmm. you feel that too of just well like, yeah because i that's what i notice about like the whole process stuff of like if i take a break from let's say youtube and then i start back up and then i, I sit there and edit i'm like shit this is like actually really fun like i actually do enjoy this um but it's just that, like opening the computer that's the hard part how mm-hmm. are you with your editing like like this one let's say that you're filming right now will you get to editing it right away or are you like, cause I'll take like two days. Yeah. It'll probably sit for like at least the remainder of the day. Yeah. Cause I know I, have, I know I have like some other things I'm going to do later. So probably sit for the remainder of the day. I'd like to tell myself I'm gonna do it tonight, mm. but you know how that goes. So yeah. we'll kind of just see where it floats. Right. And, you know, ideally, yeah, I would like to have it done by Monday so I can like go ahead and pull that mic towards yourself. Get nice and close. At least like a fist away. Yeah. It should be good. I would like to have it done by like Monday. 
um so tomorrow but yeah it kind of just depends yeah. like i i say that and then it'll sit there like for four or five days mm-hmm. and i'll just be thinking about it the whole time and i, I when i'm doing that i call it analysis paralysis where like oh, i know yeah. exactly what i want to do but i'm right. like paralyzed to do it i'm yeah. like ah, like it's it's so easy i know i could do that but it sounds so difficult and i don't feel like opening my phone which i already do about probably a hundred times a right. day clicking on photos and then redoing you know doing it like that mm-hmm. so yeah Talk, talk to me about sort of your soccer journey. You know what I mean? Things like you're so passionate. Would you want to get into maybe coaching down the road? Or mm. is that like what, what, some of the options to help the sport? Like where do you see yourself as far as helping the sport? Yeah. So I do, currently do coach. Okay. Uh, I coach for uh, I coach a two, club t- um, two club teams and one, no, two club teams and like four rec teams. So rec oh. is more like you know kids just having fun with it club is a little bit more serious um so with the club teams it's fun i mean i enjoy it's a little bit more time time consuming than i would like it to be personally uh but i enjoy like the kids are having a great time out there we had a game yesterday and like the day before that um the team's got like a pizza party not pizza like a pasta party going on so we did a whole pasta party thing you would love a pasta party oh my god i love pasta yeah i love that so it's always like good times but i definitely like i i see myself like Maybe in the future, you know, being a coach, for, you know, I, when you're starting, you get like a, a D license, your grassroots, C license is a little bit serious, B license is pro. Uh, so I would like to get like my pro license or my C license, which would be like university and whatnot mm-hmm. as well. Cool. Um, but right now, I, I, I mean, I'm still, I think I'm still big on trying to play. Yeah. You know, I can't say I'm out here chasing a professional contract still, but like, I do play at a semi-pro level still. We actually mm. have a game tonight. That's what's up. Um, and I enjoy that. So it's like there's like a tug and pull. It's like, okay, do I want to, you know, stop giving, you know, hang up the boots right now? Not yet. So how can I balance me playing and me, co- you know, coaching and teaching? And yeah. How far away is your game at from here? It's in La Jolla, so like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. is it like open, you know, like people, people can yeah. show up and yeah. watch? Oh, I might have to consider up. that. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, we play at 530. It's against Nomads. Um, I know I probably, the last game I didn't start, but I honestly, I, I'm like not very good at going to practice. No. So that's kind of what they base it <laughs> off of. It's like the people that go to practice that all the time. Yeah. yeah, so like I, because I like, I do the, the gym stuff in the morning so like i open the gym up at 4 45 a.m or i have to be there at 4 45 a.m and practice is from 8 30 at night to 10 30 at night so it's like oh, yeah. if i go to practice i'm about to go to sleep super late so i went the other night and because somebody i was telling somebody they were like you're young you could do it and i was like all right i am young like <laughs> screw it i'll go so and it wasn't terrible i did leave early a little bit but mm-hmm. i was like you know what's funny people who say that though the you're young they fucking did that when they were young and then now they can't do it yeah. now so it's like that's not even good advice yeah. dude yeah. like that's funny but yeah i see that and um is um D- danielle uh-huh. is she gonna go to the game too or? um so tonight we're supposed to have a hocus pocus date Oh, yeah. I ha- I told her I have the game, but I gotta figure. I know she- I gotta probably tell her again that I have the game, <laughs> and yeah. I know that like the hocus pocus is tonight at seven. The game is at five thirty, so hopefully I st- if I do start, then I- hopefully I'll play the first sixty minutes, and then I can leave early, yeah. and then I can make it to the date soon. Right. That's a perfect world. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't know, but if anything, at the very worst, even after the game ends, even if it the movie starts at seven. If the game ends very late at seven thirty, I know I can still get back and like 
catch it, you know, and mm-hmm. with her. So it won't be the same. I know she'll be a little frustrated, but yeah, uh, that's the kind of like the balance we've had at times. Yeah. like making it work. So yeah, has um, soccer always been your sport? Like that's a, that's always yeah. been what you do. Yeah. yeah, I what's it called? I uh, was like nine, and my stepdad like was like you don't play any sports. You're not in anything right now. Like I'm a, he was like soccer signups right now. Let's mm-hmm. go send it for soccer. And then I was like, I looked around, I was like, okay, like this is kind of fun. And first season was like, whatever. I don't know. I think I played decent. Um, and I was like, I look, you like this. And then I got picked up on a club team and then kind of went from there. So, and then kept playing more and more and more and more. And, um, I think I, I would, I liked it for it for me was the uniqueness of it. Like I really hardly ever saw any other black guys in it. Right. So oh, yeah. I, I was like, okay, like this is kind of like a little niche. Like I'm the fastest person out here. Like yeah. <laughs> I can, you know, like I'm kind of good at this. Like I can do it. And then I end up meeting like one of my best friends from soccer and then like meeting other people and then end up, you know, like you can, once you get in it, uh, you get like, I guess you say in too deep and then you're like, right. okay, well at this point I'm not trying any other sport. Yeah. I wasn't about to go play football. I think if I did play another sport, it would have been baseball. Mm-hmm. Like if I was to restart, I, I might have started baseball just because it's so like, I mean, they're offered, they offered Manny Machado, who plays for the Padres out here. They offered him, what, like $300 plus million for like a 10, for 10 seasons. That's yeah. You know, so I'm like, dude, like yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I got that kind of money, like I, I I'd stay in San Diego for 10 years, like, right. yeah. you know, on a $3 million, $300 million contract, but yeah. soccer, I love it, and it's, like, I've been able to carve my own story out of it, and, awesome. you know, like, being able to, like, do my own thing with it, so, That's I guess, I, I still, honestly, in my heart, don't feel like the job is done yet, so I, mm-hmm. I, I know I have some stuff going on later this year, so, we'll just kind of see where it goes, yeah. but, um, yeah, I just, I love it, mm-hmm. I love it, I've never played any other sport. Oh, yeah, ride that out, man, ride that out. So I think as we're starting to land this plane here with the episode, we usually finish out with, like, two questions for our guests. Is there anything that you want to talk about that Hannah or myself failed to ask over this episode? You don't have to have anything. It was just kind of one of – I like to put that out there that way. No, not necessarily. I feel like we covered a lot of bases. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay. And then the last thing I like to ask is um, who are – Maybe two to three people. I know you're you're Mr. Long Beach, like you said, but hopefully you can keep us, you know, in a good area. Don't take us all the way out to like Alaska or anything. But two to three people that you would like to see on the show that maybe we can get, you know, in our spot in Long Beach and record and have a mm. good time that you'd like to see. Uh, in Long Beach, uh... it doesn't have to be. It could just be SoCal, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It can be San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll come back out. No, I mean I feel like there's a lot of people that are doing different things with their life and. Um, you know, in different places. Uh, I mean, one of my boys, uh, his name is Ali. I feel like he would enjoy it. He's like, um, he. I know he's a little stressed out right now. I haven't really been able to talk to him as much as I want to. He's Palestinian, so he's like, there's mm-hmm. a lot going on in Palestine right. right now, a lot going on over there. So I know he's, you know, stressed and even more upset about like how like Palestine is looked at the bad person in this whole entire yeah. thing. So he's like, I, it's, we haven't talked as much, but it's not because like we're not cool. It's just he's been so worked up that There's he's a lot been, going on, yeah, yeah, he's been just in his own bubble. But he's also like a, a, a business owner. He has his own sock company, played oh, cool. pro. Um, I'm not, for the sake of the interview, I'm wearing his socks right now. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> um, but he he's where's like, he based out of? He lives in Garden Grove. Oh, oh yeah, uh, right but he goes to Kelsey Long Beach. Oh, bet. Oh, cool. yeah. 
So he's one. Maybe uh, he could even come on and explain, kind of maybe break down what's been going on over there mm-hmm. if he's open to it. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Like, he's very he's very high energy. Like he's very mm-hmm. like you get him going. And he, he's like turning <laughs> like the the back of a toy. Yeah. Like just kind of let it go out. Um, him and then uh, one of my best friends as well. He um, he's like starting his own like clothing company. Um, but I feel like this would be good for him to like know that like not everything is done like that overnight. So mm-hmm. like being able to like let him understand like okay there's a process to it if i get it going then it could be something you know but he's very very cool guy very down earth he does like a lot of photo shooting for like uh local long beach artists rap artists whatnot he's actually good friend i met him him kimani and then sean were like we were like the three like brothers on the team Mm. so like we were always just super close with each other okay what was his name sean sean okay cool yeah yeah and uh like who else? Yeah. Um, Do you think your girl would come on? Yeah, she would come on. Honestly, she's like a she's like a sales like she's a killer in sales. Like she's like probably like the top sales person I've ever had, you know met. Like she's really locked in, and I think she doesn't give herself enough credit on it. Yeah. What uh, is she doing? What's her background right now? Uh, she's in sales. Um, like B two C, so like business to consumer okay. sales. Oh, nice. Um, but I mean, she's been doing that for like five. Five, six years, like, with a little break during COVID and whatnot. Mm. Um, but been doing that. And, and, you know, it's not what she wants to do forever. She speaks about that all the time. Right. Um, but she loves to, like, talk about how she got from, like, I guess nothing. Like, you know, having a really hard time trying to figure it out to, like, making a name for herself, you know, and, and being such a hustler. So nice. That's cool, yeah. yeah. yeah well, good. Hey, man, I hope you had a good time on the show. Oh, yeah. We had a great time having you. Thanks for, you know, opening up your spot like this. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I recommend you should get that set up, man. You, there's no reason. You should be doing this at least once a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, with you and your girl, because, you know, we, we have a good setup. We're right on the beach. Like, our you know, we got a cool thing, but this is an awesome this vibe, This is really too. cool, yeah. Like, and then you also have, like, this vibe and then the other one like get some cameras and some mics you can it's like different little studios you guys have like five different options to pick from right? yeah so. kind of change the scenery a little bit i mean i definitely think it's something to consider yeah. um i'm sure she wouldn't be against i have a mic inside already and then yeah. cameras i have like a you know they usually use this kind of setup so we yeah. can always mix the two together but yeah i mean i definitely appreciate you guys having me i've been definitely um you know uh, something we've been talking about for a while so I'm long we were glad we were able to put it into fruition and you yeah. know make it happen and I mean this is dope honestly I feel like anytime that you can exchange ideas with people and you know even so on top of that broadcast them in a way that yeah. other people can hear that as well is uh fantastic that's awesome yeah how, thanks for how can other up. people how can people listen to this on everywhere you hear podcasts dude spotify apple, apple pandora uh google podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts mm-hmm. we're on here we'll be posting it on youtube you know down the road but yeah. Yeah. does audible do podcast audible you know i think you have to have like a sponsorship with audible oh, i don't okay. know if it i'll check though I because i i just post on rss and it literally puts on like the 10 top platforms uh-huh. just on rss and it just blasts it out mm-hmm. so um i'll check though we'll but double check that yeah. yeah where do you listen to your podcast now uh i think apple podcast the purple yeah. one yeah. yeah, so I'll go on there and then, but I find myself listening to a lot of audiobooks. Mm. So, like, I listen yeah. to audiobooks, but I go, that's why I mentioned Audible. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's on Audible, but I have uh, Apple Podcasts. I'll go on there and listen have to Have you been it. listening to anything recently on Audible? Um, I, I'm, I'm usually, be- I'm right now, I'm between like three books I'll bounce around. Um, um, the first one is like, 
Forty. First one's Forty Eight Laws of Power. Oh, that's a good one. Second one is the superior, the way of the superior man, mm-hmm. and then the third one is like some talk. It's, it's like some one about like some girl who talks about like finances and like how to like deal with your money and stuff like that and like be smart. Like if you're broke, how can you make money? If you mm. have money, how can you keep it? If you you know yeah. kind of everything in between. Yeah. So I like that. So I just finished up uh, Killing Sacred Cows by mm. Garrett B. Gunderson. I recommend that one. That's a really good book, dude. And then um, I just did. Who's the guy? Pat Bet David, Your Next Five Moves. I don't mm. know if you've gotten around to reading that one, mm. but I like his story. He's a really cool guy. But yeah, that's what I've been reading lately. And um, you've been probably getting back into it too, as well, right? Yeah, I, I like, I used to do a lot of audio books and stuff. I, but now I think I like physically reading it more. Mm. It just sticks into my head more yeah. if I'm like physically reading it. Cause if it's in my, in my, in my ears, it kind of just like fades away sometimes. Yeah. Like if I'm doing something else, you know. Um, but I don't know what I've been reading lately. I haven't read in a while, but yeah, I want to get into school it. and stuff. You got to, we'll make more time yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But Hey man, appreciate you coming on. This has been yeah. natural thoughts and talks. Uh, I hope you guys had a good listen. We'll catch you guys later. All right. Bye. Peace. Bye. Go ahead. <laughs> we are back with the digest. The Digest. The Digest. For Chris. Chris. Mm-hmm. That apartment building, first of all, was crazy. That was a palace, huh? No, literally. That was so nice. And here's the thing is I've been such a hater on like high rises, anything more like big multi-unit apartment mm-hmm. complexes. I've never really wanted to live in. And we've lived in some pretty nice ones like growing up with like game rooms and, you know, like space and parks inside of them and things like that. But that one was next level. I had like waterfalls. That in one it. was crazy. I think I've always, um, I think the only time I've been like, oh, I don't want there to be a lot of units is from our old apartment. Yeah. But we even realized that when we came into that apartment, we were like, Having a lot of units actually works when everything is well kept. Mm-hmm. No, but this, it looked like a hotel. It was so nice. Like it had a business conference the room. smell too. You remember the smell? Yeah, I was like, it smelled like nice and here. clean too. It had the, that little bar, little speakeasy place. Yeah. Well, before that, it had like the game room and then that outdoor area that you but can But the fountain or waterfall thing. Yeah. He came out with a wagon. That's how you know did it's you, a big. Did you look into the mail room? Uh uh-uh, I didn't see the I mail looked, room. We walked and we I looked to the right and it was a whole room, a mail room, you know, yeah. With like cubbies and stuff. With little cubbies. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a really nice apartment though. And then it was funny because we pulled up and um, he was like, oh yeah, this is the business center, whatever, whatever, but there's like another quiet room mm-hmm. or whatever. And then he started opening a locker. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck is he doing? I remember thinking too, I was like, the fuck is he, are we like stopping here and then going to No, that's to it? what I thought. I was like, oh, maybe he forgot his water bottle after uh-huh. the gym or something. And then he opened up the locker and I was like, that's weird. Is this like a secret door or something? And then he pushed it open and it was a legit, it like, was a speakeasy. Yeah. Um, like high, like what, how do you explain that? Like, it seemed like we were underdressed for that room. Mm. You have to wear like a suit and tie for oh, really? that vibe. It seemed very sexy. It didn't give me that vibe. It just, it just gave me like the, like a little just underground vibe. Like it's a little secret type of thing. Like if I had, if you were having an event in that room, wouldn't you want everybody to be in heels or some sort of like, you really want someone showing up and fucking slides like well, you want me no, walking in there but like you can wear sneakers okay you know what i mean like don't wear slides but you'd have to have like dress shoes and this and that like you can have 
sneakers and like look nice. Yeah. Um, but no, that was it was nice because it was so quiet too. It was, yeah. it was very private. It was super dope. Full kitchen, the whole thing. Yeah. I hopefully like if he gets a show up and running or something like that. There's yeah. definitely a lot of content that could be made right there. And, yeah. Our way, our way there though was a little iffy. It was a little sketch. Yeah, there was a lot of homeless people in downtown San Diego. I mean, and that's the thing is downtowns in general. You're gonna get your riffraff no matter what downtown. I think you're in. what threw me off, obviously, because. I mean, we have homeless people around here, but it's not like not really like to a that extent. I'm sure downtown LA looks the same. Yeah. But like because we're never really in downtown LA, I I wasn't really like prepared for it, I guess. But uh, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, what's well, going on? Well, here's the part too is our coming from our perspective, we didn't. It was unknown. Like mm -hmm. obviously, I haven't met Chris yet before, so we didn't know what. For all we know, it could have been in a tent. He could have been homeless in a tent and been mm -hmm. like, "This is the pin, right?" And like, this is so we're just kind of going off the factors. And yeah. you're like, "Oh shit, this is a weird strike." Like we it's didn't know shady. where we we're going. We uh -huh. didn't really know who we were meeting. And then we saw the building, and I was like, "Okay, it's a nice building. Yeah. Let's find parking." The building was really nice. Everything will be amazing. good. But yeah, yeah I mean. <clears throat> after that, the, uh, we recorded that one after Riley. And if you didn't hear Riley Cooks, go listen to that one because right. she's awesome too. Shout, Shout out, out to Riley. But what do you think about, do you want me to explain kind of how I was feeling about the San Diego kind of vibe? Because yeah, we went and hung out at the beach and, you know, just did like normal things that we would do here, here. in LA or Orange County. But there was this kind of ominous, almost rudeness. Mm -hmm. Or, and here's the thing is I'll say from an outsider, I'm not going to sit here and judge the city or do whatever. Like I'm not, this ain't my area. Like it's whatever. I didn't see myself able to live there. Yeah. I didn't feel very, whenever I go to most beach towns and I've been to a lot of them up and down the coast, usually when you go to the coast, that's like the best mm -hmm. area. That's like, oh yeah, it's popping. Everybody's happy. Everything's nice. You go to Hermosa Beach, you go to Manhattan, Laguna. It's light and happy and you know, like, you know, it's fun and it, inviting. It's a good life. You're like, dang, I wish I had that house or mm -hmm. I wish I had this house. We went over, was it Colorado Island, Coronado? Coronado yeah, we went, Island. Yeah, we were over at Coronado Island for a few hours and went and got food and there was a lot of like nosiness people were really staring at us like multiple and this wasn't just like oh maybe you had a bad experience we went into several places mm -hmm. and the ecosystem the vibe i was like oh it's the whole area right. that's really kind of weird going on how do, what do you think i agree i think we're so used to the culture down here of like uh, i mean just like customer service uh, as well of like it's I mean, LA customer service, or I don't know, the US in general, but it's very different from so many places of like, you're very open and outgoing and like super into your customers. Um, I feel like it was the complete opposite in, in where we were at in, on the Coronado Island. Yeah. That I was kind of like, almost like caught off guard. I was like, oh, like, sorry for asking questions. They were like, my bad. I didn't realize they didn't come with a drink. Like, mm -hmm. um, a little bit like that, but I still had fun. Like we still oh, yeah. did our our thing. And then we walked into the bikini shop, and like there was no that music was playing. Weird. Nobody said anything. She like, said, "Hi," and I was like, oh. "It was so." Here's the thing: everything was just awkward. Yeah. It wasn't that it was mean or rude. It was just awkward. It was awkward. Yeah. That was the thing of like what like 
This isn't, we're, we're playing by different rules than mm. you're playing by. Even walking on the street here in LA, people navigate, you kind of stay on the right. And there was multiple times where people were like, if we didn't move out of the way, it would have, like you would have bumped. Yeah. It was just weird. It was awkward. Yeah. That's the word. So mm-hmm. San Diego, awkward. Yeah. But, but Chris, great, great guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Solid Great dude. guy. Yeah. It was nice. I, I really like talking content with him. Mm-hmm. Just because I think we're both kind of like in the in like a similar stage or like in a similar place with content. You like to like build a brand. Um, and... Yeah. And like just putting yourself out there and being authentic and uh, posting on multiple platforms. And I think we're pretty similar in where we're at with that. So that was kind of nice. Just like because I don't have a lot of people here or like in my close circle that are doing similar things when it comes to content. So it was kind of fun just talking and just seeing someone else talking about it as well because it kind of like ensured me that I'm not weird or crazy. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice, just talking content. He seemed very e- like laid back and easygoing, easy to talk to. Yeah. So it seems like maybe you could open up at a faster rate than you could open up to somebody else Mm -hmm. because it seems like it would take a lot to kind of ruffle his feathers. And um, that's just the vibe that I got. He was a great guy, though. I liked him a lot. It was really nice. Well, definitely maybe like go grab some dinner or something and, you know, hit him up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice that he's from here because he'll probably be (coughs) out here, you know, Mm -hmm. a little bit more than someone else that doesn't really have roots here. Yeah. Um, I think that's my thing with relationships in general of like, you know, it would be weird if we, let's say we like started hanging out with people in San Diego and like we became friends and then we're always the ones to go down, but they never come up. Yeah. That's, that's my weird thing with, I mean, it's not a weird thing. It's like a very valid thing about relationships in general of like, you have to put effort in just as much as I have to put effort in. I mean, here's the thing is that was my whole childhood that you're saying is yeah. we always went on both sides too. So mm. it's like just... My dad's family fucked up. My mom's family fucked up. Like, we always went all the way across the country to Montana. Every single time. I never saw any of those cousins um, outside of anywhere else. They never came and visited us. Nobody ever came and saw us. And I'm talking, like, all the time. Yeah. We were going at a certain point in time. And then it just became, like, normal. And then even to the point, remember when you and I went up to Montana last time, kind of the last straw was, like, we are here and there's people that won't even drive 10 15 minutes from their house or whatever to come see us because apparently we're inconveniencing their schedule right or they're late to an event that we created right like this big barbecue that we had there was like 80 people there and there's people that are showing up late and they live walking or like they don't offer to help or they don't like but here like your mom like she's like breaking her back yeah literally and you know, we, we drove, she drove all the yeah. way from Las Vegas to Montana. Yeah, we were slaving away. And, you know, my mom, like, she's aware, too. We talked about that. And the reason she did that was for those old people and, like, you know, a yeah. couple of them are dying No, and, and I'm not stuff. saying, like, yeah. she did great. Like, I'm that's awesome of her. What's disappointing is that no it's, one else did it. It's almost, imagine how great it would have been mm-hmm. if a Everyone couple of those in, people yeah. would have matched that energy, yeah. right? Would have had like the best yeah. time ever. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's just my two cents about it. And then here's the weird part is as I've kind of matured as an adult, obviously I don't have contact with any of those people. If they reach out, hell yeah. Like what's up? But I stopped putting an effort and then look like I haven't seen them, talked to them. That's the weird anything. part. Like I think that's like, cause sometimes I think I, um, 
And I, I think now I maybe need to get a little bit better at reaching out to people. But before, it's it was almost like it's always me. I'm mm-hmm. always the one. Um, or like trying to keep conversations going. And like I'm always the one that is doing that. And then when you stop, you you see that like, oh, shit. Well, I, I really was the only one that worked hard for this relationship it's so strange and that's kind of how you find your circle though right that's how you build your network is you kind of test it and there's a lot of like shoot we're we're in the middle of it right now even if you should take this podcast either we have certain guests that we click with and then there's certain people that you're like oh all right maybe Mm -hmm. that's just just a podcast kind of person you know it's like with agnes because she is very like she reaches out and stuff like that and then we hadn't talked for a few days and i was like oh shit well i gotta reach out now you know what i mean like I don't understand how people don't feel that. Like, do you not feel, I'm not saying you have to feel bad for not reaching out, but like, do you not feel like curious? Like, let me reach out. Like I, we haven't talked to Agnes in a few days. Let me see how she's doing. I know her family's coming soon. When are they coming? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, definitely. Is her family coming soon too? Cause mm-hmm. we've got to go check out the PV cliffs too. They're coming on Wednesday. On Wednesday. What is, Oh, hold on. Today is Today's Thursday. Thursday. Okay, got you. Oh yeah, a little week. Maybe this weekend or something. We'll go. We'll figure out. I don't yeah. know. I yeah. work all weekend, but yeah, we'll figure do it out. Do you work tomorrow? Yeah. Do you work Monday? Yeah. Do you work Tuesday? I go and yeah, I have school on Tuesday. Okay, so when you're off school. Mm-hmm. Cool. Maybe pencil that in. Yeah. Um. Oh, as far as reaching out within our relationship with you and I. I feel like I reach out more than you reach out. Mm -hmm. So let's go like kind of weird is, yes, you're good. You're definitely an above average person. But I sometimes get upset at you for being like, well, I'm bringing all the ideas to the paper here. What what do you think is going on? I think so. The whole point. Are you talking about in terms of communication, like text, phone? I don't even want to get into that. What I'm trying to get into is you have my opinion of you, which right wrong who cares that's like my opinion is like oh i wish hannah did a little bit more of that was like hey are you want to go to get tacos or something on tuesday what are some things that you do that you wish i did a little bit more of that i could improve on or you can just say i'm perfect too that's well that's i would be lying um i i think i mean and you've we've talked about this before and you've i think you've you're working on it, but just relax a little bit. Oh, take it easy. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And I do. I mean, I have. I have noticed you are doing a lot better with things like that. Of like, you're not letting certain things stress you out anymore. Um, and I think that is, is that's great. But I, I think yeah, that's like one of the things of like it's okay. Just relax. Got it's it. Fine. We got it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna work more on that. Mm. So I definitely know relaxing will increase if scheduling increases as well and discipline to sticking to that schedule discipline. So if you can continue to be more disciplined, I can definitely let go of the reins of like, I want everything to move like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. And, that makes sense. And like here's the thing balanced. is I want everything to move like a well-oiled machine. Not that everything has to be rigid and structured, but I want that fucking train to be able to go wherever it needs to mm-hmm. go. Do you see what I'm saying? So as long as we have the base foundation, we can fucking navigate off of that. So, yeah. We can go left, right, up, down, backwards. I don't even know it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I was just trying to do something. I just saw you like shaking your chest. I was like, okay, what are we doing now? It was my shoulders. 
All oh, right. Okay. okay, I got some stuff in the journal. I'm going to pull it up. Let me hear Okay, it. what the fuck is the deal? I just gave you all these compliments with all the mugs that were in there. Have yeah. you changed your lifestyle yet? I noticed I you put it in the thing. Okay. I put my, this morning I put my cup in the, in the dish. Okay. What is it called? Sink. Yeah. Uh, right now when I had my food, I put it in the sink. I am actively working on it. Because I was talking to my dad earlier today and I was like, hey, this is what happened. And I didn't even notice. Here's the thing. It's bad because if I notice coffee, like that's a problem because I washed all the dishes and I was like, something's missing. Mm. It's like, oh, there's no mugs in here because I usually clean mugs. Yeah. And then I go in the fucking room and there's literally a week's worth of coffee yeah. sitting on your dresser. I've always done that for like years. All of them half full too. Yeah. And then it got to the point where there was like mold in it. And I was like, I that's where I got to cross the line. Yeah. It's like, I have a pretty big threshold that I'm, you know, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Like you want to have people over, have people like. It's pretty chill around here, but when there's fucking mold growing in things, like, that's that's pretty lazy. My bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm and, sorry about that. And what if you came to you and you're just like, yeah, I've been busy for seven days straight. I just <laughs> cut. I'm like, what are you doing? Coding Uber? Yeah. Like, what is the excuse here? Yeah. Oh. I think it just becomes a thing of, like, I, I'm getting ready, and then, like, I leave the cup there, and I don't think about it, and I forget, and then, yeah. And I, it's cool because there's this caveat that goes, hey, I'll pretty much clean all the dishes that are in there. Mm -hmm. I have no issue cleaning dishes now. I like it. It's easy for me. If you don't like cleaning dishes, I just need it to make it to the sink. Yeah. And it will, every day they magically disappear, right? And shit's clean, right? So just your inability to do that is kind of like, come on, dude. Like it's already I as easy as it, it can be. I talked about it with Marina yesterday too. And I was like, uh, yeah, I know. That was kind of bad. When you sent me that picture too, you were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I realized it's, it's kind of bad. Sorry. Yeah. And it's funny because like if I'm finding it, it, I have a low tolerance. I'm just like, there's no way I would have, I don't see coffee. I don't mm -hmm. care about coffee. Like I got to the point where I was like, where the fuck are the mugs at? Yeah. They have to be somewhere around here. The second thing that I just need you to improve on is leaving things on chairs. If you can yeah. get rid of that too, pretty much 80% of the problem is gone. So today I found some stuff. What if I leave it on the floor? Is that better? That, yeah. Really? I would much rather you lift it on the floor. I would really? much rather you, if it's a pay, I would rather you throw it in the room on the floor because that's your area and you'll fucking get to it when you feel like getting to it. It inconveniences me when I'm trying to sit in a chair and I go, damn it, there's a textbook here. There's a, and I totally get it in your brain, like your girl brain. You're like, oh no, the room isn't dirty if I put three shirts on the chair, mm -hmm. but the room is dirty if I put three shirts on the floor. Yeah. Guess what? The room is dirty if it's not in the closet. Mm. So it's the same. So now you're inconveniencing the fact that it's dirty and it's in the way. Can I tell you something too that I need you to improve on? Sure, go now ahead. Now that we're on this little train here. Yeah, what's up? Um, speaking of like cleanliness and being clean, Are you going to talk about snot rockets right now? We can talk about that too, oh, actually. Oh, I thought it was going to be snot rockets. Because that's actually gross. Go ahead. That's like legit gross. But what is before that? Your corner of that room yeah. with all the shit on the floor... That's not fun. Yeah, take care of that. What the fuck? How many coffee cups have I cleaned? No, I get that. But baby, yeah. for, you know, the thing with coffee cups, mm -hmm. you'll see automatically if they're dirty or not. I have no clue what the fuck is up with your clothes on the floor. Yeah, so what you do is you just figure it out. And, and then I put your clothes in the hamper and all of a sudden, oh shit, well those clothes in the hamper were clean. They're not. So actually, It doesn't make sense. Here, I can do one thing that solves it all. If the hamper 
is inside of the closet, those are dirty clothes going in it. Okay. If the hamper is not Because tomorrow inside, morning, it's all going in there. Totally. So here's... Because it looks like a pigsty. Great. I got you. So here's my thing is if it's outside and you heard me, hey, I, I washed clothes two days ago and it's still not like returned to its designated area, those are probably clean things. I don't take a dirty hamper out and leave it in there. I put things that it's always in there. So mm. if it's locked in the closet... The shit in there is dirty. I've okay. never put clean hamper inside of the dirty area. Does okay. that make sense? Good to know. So, yeah. What about snot rockets? It's so fucking gross, babe. I swear to God. You need like a bucket or you need tissue. You need something. Yeah. Because it's gross. Yeah, it's definitely. And there was a bloody snot rocket on my towel this morning. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, that's probably one of my worst qualities. But here's my caveat. I only do that when... Uh, I'm sick, which is very rare. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But like you don't clean it up right away though. Like I'll walk around and I'm like. Well, I'm waiting on you to slip on it. stepping on snot. Mm-hmm. It's almost. gross. But you didn't step on it. The clothes on the chair is way worse because. It is not. Because what I'm actually trying about? to sit there. It's not like I'm almost. We have four, three other chairs. Yeah. And sometimes all three and four of them are filled no. with stuff. Yes. That inside one will never be filled with stuff. Well, because, so you grab that one. Because usually the table <laughs> is pushed in. Exactly. It. <laughs> so take that one. But there has been times where you have put stuff on two of them and then sat in another one. Right? Well, this is your this is your area to clean. A totally cool. Yeah. But just like you toss stuff on the floor in there, I'll toss them on the chair. No, no, no. But here's the thing is So what if I toss them on the floor? Yeah, in your area. Toss them. It, no, no, no. It's, so why can you toss your stuff on the floor in the area that I clean? Here's the thing. You put dishes. Do you toss dishes? On, like, do you leave dishes on your dresser and stuff? No. Right? Where do you put dishes? You leave dishes here on the table and in the sink, right? That's usually the kind of sweet spot. Like, okay, I wish you would get them all in the sink. But if they're there and there, it's totally fine clothes need to be in there so if there there's a clothes thing they don't need to be here on the podcast equipment hanging there's need to be like a thong hanging off the thing right here you would love that we should maybe when the cameras are up all right chill we're brainstorming ideas later okay. right like maybe dirty dirty clean all right yeah. <laughs> um but putting it in there like, do you see what I'm trying to say? Because that's the clothes area. The room mm -hmm. area is where clothes are housed. So keep it in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Gotcha. That way things don't get mixed. We keep it separate but equal. Oh my gosh. Right. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything else you want to end with? Or you want me to come up with something? No. I think... Um... Oh, there's unlimited chicken tenders happening uh somewhere here i just sent it to you open up your instagram no it's, the it's on the charger thing. i don't have it oh no okay let's see here boom there's you okay unlimited chicken fest is coming on sunday but you're working right mm -hmm. well you're missing out where is it tickets available at bucketlisters.com i love chicken tenders good bucket attendees yeah where, where, where is it at what, what uh, store sponsorship what it's like it? a festival babe somewhere in la oh. and it looks like they have like canes it every there's different vendors and they're all giving out chicken tenders fun um you know what low-key i bet you have to pay for them why'd they say unlimited well yeah because you probably get like oh no no a no ticket 
Los Angeles to sample the best chicken tenders all in one location. Indulge in unlimited chicken tenders, French fries, and desserts, plus open bar for VIP ticket holders. Full details. Yeah, so link you gotta in the bio. get a VIP ticket. So it's not free. In order to do, well, yeah, you gotta buy a ticket. Yeah, we're not showing up to the thing. You have to get in the building, mm-hmm. and then you're able to maybe sample a bunch of attendees. That would be super cool. Yeah. I like this. Too bad you're fucking working. Yeah, I'm working and making money for us. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. don't. Live on the street. Prime real estate downtown San Diego. Oy. See how we went full circle? Oh, no. We can get our own tent. That's fine. I'm okay. No issues. We can't do that with Kino. Yeah. He'll be like, if we're homeless, I hate homeless people. That means I hate you guys now. <laughs> <laughs> means I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, right? He's like self-destroy now. It's a little button. That's not good. I know. Did well, you just wake up, Kino? Is this a sign? He's oh. like, hey, you gotta stop. Hi. Okay. Thank you. You have anything you want to say, Kino? You got anything you want to say? Close this out. Go ahead. Look. Look. He said, oh, natural thoughts and talks. Thank you for listening. Oh. Oh. All right. Love you, babe. Love you. Bye. Bye.